Gospel Message. The title of this week's Gospel Message is Encourage One Another. This morning, that was the word that I woke up with. Encourage one another. And specifically, the passage or the verse that came to my mind uh, was taken or is taken from Romans 15 and verse 1, which reads, We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. So I was wondering why that verse came to me. And of course, I had to go search in the Bible to see exactly where it was. And then when I read the entire Romans 15, then I read 13 and 14 and 16 as well, just to put it in context, it sort of confirmed a message that the Lord has been giving me some time concerning the church, especially in the times that we are now where there is just so much rampant iniquity out there in the world. There is so much darkness being passed off as light and there is so much wrong being passed off as right. So we who have given our lives to Christ and have decided to walk in him, especially in the fellowship of the church, it, it is now incumbent upon us to be a body, a united body under the head and lordship of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And what this means is that when the Apostle Paul started his missionary work, as was commanded of him by the Lord, we know he went through different places preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ and bringing them into the knowledge of Jesus and, and instructing them you know, on, on how to live godly lives. And it now became the responsibility of the Christians, the believers in those places, to now establish the church. And of course, we know that there were times that the Apostle Paul went back to some of the places that he had been to because it came to his knowledge that some of them were practicing a different gospel. Some of them were doing things and calling it Christianity that was different from what he had taught them and what he had preached about the salvation that Christ Jesus brings where they no longer have to you know, live according to the law or be circumcised and so on and so forth. So he would encourage them at those times. He would admonish them and encourage them to come together, come together in unity and be a support system for themselves because as believers all we have is each other because we have the same belief the same faith the same vision as far as salvation the same savior the same god so being that we have this shared belief this oneness then of course who else but we to come together to encourage ourselves so this Romans 15 verse 1, it says, 
We then that are strong are to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. And, and this verse has often been preached almost, you know, as, as, as an admonition to new believers or young believers or believers who are not as strong. And we always have to be careful of this. It has always even come off almost as spiritual pride from from some believers some more seasoned believers against less seasoned believers and and i don't think it is a cause for spiritual pride at all i think it is a cause for yes there are some some christians who have been christians longer there are some christians who are more advanced in the knowledge of the word or in 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 one area of the faith and it is now their responsibility to help others. But the truth is that we all help each other because we're all endowed with different spiritual gifts. Some A Christian might not have been a Christian as long as another Christian, but God, who is perfect in all his ways, may have endowed this baby Christian with a spiritual gift that even a more seasoned Christian can learn from. So where some of us, regardless of how long we have been in the faith, some of us are strong in certain areas and weak in others, and vice versa. So as a body of Christ, we have to come together to encourage one another. We have to come in together to bear one another's burdens, to lift each other up, and not just to do things for our own advancement, because it's like, Okay, I might be making progress, but if my brother or sister is struggling, then that negates my progress if I am not bringing that brother or sister along. What is the purpose of me advancing in spiritual knowledge, in spiritual strength, in all these things, and I see my brother or sister struggling, and I don't come back and pull them up? You know, it's, my, my progress is null and void because it is not, it's not done in love. There is no love in that progress because it profits me nothing to gain all this, this in advancement. And yet my brethren are still struggling in one way or another. So when the Bible is instructing us to bear the infirmities of the weak, what does bear mean? It means to carry. It means to shoulder. It means to get under it. So you cannot do that from a distance. We can only do that being right there in the place where that brother or sister is. The church is a place of healing. The church is a place of, of, of I don't even want to say family, but because we know it's a family, but when we are in the church, as Christian brothers and sisters. This is a place where we all started from the exact same position. Sinners. Sinners. Iniquitous. On God's wrath side. And it is through the grace of God. In Christ Jesus. In his living. In his dying. In his resurrection. It is in that, that God, who so loved the world, gave his only begotten son, that we who believe in him should not die, but have everlasting life. 
This is the only reason why we can even grow in faith. This is the only reason we can become sanctified because we were saved from our sin. We all started from there. So it is very, very important for we Christians, regardless of how advanced we are, regardless of how many spiritual gifts or the caliber of spiritual gift that we have, to not forget where we started from. A sinner saved by grace. So it is very, very counter-Christian to look down on another believer who might still be struggling with sin or iniquity or weakness, to look down with contempt or disgust at that Christian is one of the most unloving behaviors that a Christian can exhibit. It is not Christ-like in any way, shape, or form. Because if Christ did that to us, then none of us would be saved. If you mark iniquity, O oh God, who can stand? as the Bible says. So when the Lord says, when the Lord through the Apostle Paul says, bear the strong, bear the infirmities of the weak, means come back to that place where that brother or sister is. Because guess what? You were once there. You might be walking righteously now, but that is only by the grace of God. So we should not look down on our brothers and sisters who might still be struggling under the weight of sin. Encourage one another means go to where that brother or sister is and help them and bring them along so that they too can walk in the same righteousness that you are walking in. That Romans 15 reads, we then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproach thee fell on me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore receive ye one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. It's so clear. It's so clear in this passage. Receive one another as Christ received us. Because we who are doing it right, walking righteously, checking off all the boxes, we weren't always there. It is Christ who brought us to where we are so that we may now look back and encourage our brethren and bring them along. God gave us all spiritual gifts, different spiritual gifts, as Ephesians 4 says. Some apostleship, some teaching, some prophecy, 
some helping, some generosity. Everyone has a spiritual gift, a different spiritual gift. And when we are all using those spiritual gifts in the capacity that God has given them to us, we now come together as one body in Christ Jesus to edify one another. My gift helps you. Your gift helps me. Iron sharpens iron. This is the way we become unified because no two body parts are equal. The right leg is the right leg. The left leg is the left leg, even though they're both legs. The right arm is the right arm. The left arm is the left arm, even though they're both arms. Though they're similar, they're not identical. Not to mention the other parts of the body who all have their own various functions. But each part of the body doing its own function edifies the body entirely, which makes us now complete under the head of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And as Second Peter reminds us that when we do these things, when we add to our when we add to our faith goodness, and to our goodness knowledge, and to our knowledge temperance, and to our temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. It says if these things be in you and abound and make you that ye shall neither be barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. We cannot forget that we have been purged from our own sins, from our old sins. The only way we are able to walk righteously it's because the grace of God in Christ Jesus found us in our sinful state and brought us to where we are. Yes, we have obeyed, but love covers a multitude of sins. We're never perfect as long as we're walking in this earthly body. There is always a propensity to fall. But when we show love to our brothers and our sisters who are struggling by getting up under them and bearing their infirmities, by encouraging them through their weaknesses and bringing them along with us so that we can all walk in righteousness. This is what pleases the Lord. Encourage one another because this is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. Encourage one another. No one part of the body can be the entire body. We need the other members of the body. We need everyone. Everyone who is a believer, everyone who has placed their hearts before Christ Jesus and said, Lord Jesus, I receive you as Lord and Savior, and I surrender my life to you to walk in you, that you might lead me to life everlasting. As Christ is leading us, we are with joined hands, bringing one another along, bearing each other's infirmities, encouraging one another. And may we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.